This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome to the Anxiety Coaches Podcast, a relaxing and informative show where we explore anxiety, panic, and PTSD, sharing how you can overcome them for life. Aloha, welcome back to the Anxiety Coaches Podcast. In today's episode, I will be answering a question that was sent in by a listener. I'll read you the question. This was sent by email. Hi, Gina. Can you do a podcast on how to disassociate a situation that caused anxiety in the past so that it doesn't affect you in the future? For example, I had a couple light anxious episodes in a favorite restaurant of mine and also at dinner in my own home. And now I feel it slightly over the time I sit to have dinner. Could you work through that? I want to thank you so much, Ternay, for sending us a question on the email. And if anyone listening would like to have your question answered, you can send it to anxietycoachespodcast at gmail.com and we can put it in with our questions to be answered, and maybe yours will be one that we answer on the show. Another way that you can send your question in is by sending a voicemail, and you can do that right on our website. On the homepage, on the right-hand side, there is a little microphone that you can click, and that will guide you through how to leave your minute-and-a-half question, and we can play it on the air. So let's get back to Taranay's question and let's get some good information on how to deal with these situations that come up that we often don't feel comfortable with anymore because you may have experienced anxiety or a panic attack in those particular situations. What can happen is that we begin to attach how we feel with where we are. And we do this when we have, as our listener has suggested, had this happen more than once. So she did say that a couple of anxious episodes in a favorite restaurant. So what happens is the mind begins to associate the restaurant with that feeling. And we begin to feel like it is the restaurant that is the problem. Or in other cases, it could be the airplane or 
the elevator or the highway. Everybody has their own place where they may or may not have even remembered being triggered, but are finding themselves now when they are in a particular situation that they feel the anxiety. We begin to put these things together in our subconscious. We don't even think about it. She's not uh, going ahead and thinking, oh, that restaurant means trouble. It's happening under the radar. And so what we have to do is use the power that we have. And the power that we do have is in responding when things do bubble up, when the anxiety begins to flare. We don't want to be in a life where we are avoiding everything that causes our heart to beat or our mind to go into anxious thinking or our palms to sweat, whatever our physical sensation or thought process is around our anxiety and panic. We don't want to live a life where we are avoiding all of that, but we also don't like the feeling that comes up. So it's natural, it's human nature for us to attach the feelings and the discomfort with the place or the thing. And so we just have to use our awareness when it comes up. Our only real power is in how we respond. What happens is when we're anxious, we're usually running out of energy, one thing. Our mind is thinking really fast. Our executive functioning is not working as it usually does. There are many parts of the brain that actually begin to lose their, you know, regular full steam blood flow in order to keep us in fight or flight, in order to get us to run to safety or to fight or to freeze so that we can be safe. So our our creative mind is not acting in the way that it normally would. So we have to practice some of these things ahead of time. We also have to maybe write things down, put a little document on your phone, or maybe, you know, old school three by five card that you keep in your wallet or your purse that you can look at when this is all happening. Because the creative side of you, the the side of you that normally would think this is no big deal, I can deal with this, handle it. But when the anxiety and panic begin to flare up, you don't have the wherewithal. Seriously, physically, you don't have the wherewithal to deal with it. So find ways that you can have reminders to help you get through. One of the things that you want to start with is to know that you do have the power to deal with this. And the power is in your response, not in fighting it or running from it or freezing totally. It is in knowing that you have choice. So we begin to slow things down, slowing it down so that we can have a little bit of space to take a breath and to actually begin to think. So we have response and we have space. We create that space by taking a breath. So maybe you feel something creeping up when you're in the restaurant. You've been seated. It's a favorite place. You're really happy to be there. But then the those old, familiar, anxious feelings begin to bubble up. So you slow your breathing down 
by simply letting the air go a little bit deeper into your relaxed belly, letting that diaphragm flatten out like we always talk about here, and that the lungs can fill a little bit deeper, a little bit wider, and then just have a letting go of a relaxation of the exhale. Don't have to think too much about it. Just this one breath will give you a little bit of space to be able to send the message to your mind and body, oh, she's not breathing shallow and fast. Maybe things are okay. Because what we want to do is interrupt that fear, adrenaline, fear, adrenaline. It just keeps going round and round and round. And what we want to do is interrupt that by adding a little bit of space so that you can actually make a response rather than a reaction, a knee-jerk reaction, which is to say, oh my God, there it is again. I am going to have a panic attack. This is uncomfortable. What will people think? How am I going to get through this? And you may have your own particular verses that you repeat to yourself when you start to get those feelings. Everybody has different ones. And in that way, you're already fueling the fire for this to continue. And so this is why we begin to attach the place and the feelings together. They become locked together. So we have to use our awareness and not be on automatic pilot. And we can be aware by slowing things down, being able to respond and having just that little bit of space after that breath to say, oh, I really am okay. These are old feelings. This is a habitual feeling. This is from when I didn't, when I felt panicky here one other time or 10 other times. But today I'm aware of it and I can just be with these feelings without adding more fuel to the fire. And this is what we talk about when we talk about what Claire Weeks terms as floating. Have you tried one skin for your skincare routine yet? I love the simplicity of these products and the medical grade ingredients in them, not to mention how easily they fit into my skincare routine. The OS1 face moisturizer and OS1 eye cream make skin look visibly smoother and clearer and immediately feel softer and more hydrated. The secret is One Skin's proprietary OS1 peptide. It's the first ingredient proven to switch off the aging cells that cause lines, wrinkles, and thinning skin, and several studies back it up. So if you're tired of cycling through ineffective skincare trends and overcomplicated routines, then I'm so excited to share with you One Skin, just simple, scientifically validated solutions. OneSkin is the world's first longevity company. By focusing on the cellular aspects of aging, OneSkin keeps your skin looking and acting younger for longer. Get started today with 15% off using code ACP at oneskin.co. That's 15% off oneskin.co with code ACP. After your purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them. Please support our show and tell them we sent you. We're not running away from the feelings. We're not fighting them. We're not forcing ourselves to think happy thoughts instead of dealing with these 
anxious feelings, we're actually going to be with the anxious feelings. We're going to feel them because we're going to acknowledge that they're there because they are, and being in denial never helps. We're acknowledging that the uncomfortable, anxious feelings are there and that we are going to just watch them. Now you're watching them while you're with your friends at dinner. We can do that. Just be with it. And you can do that by being more present with the present moment, being more in it versus in your head, okay? And some of the ways to do that, and being out to dinner with friends is a good place to do it because you can zone in on the conversation. You can, so you will use your ability to speak with your friends to uh, actually tune into what they're saying to you. Really listen, really open up your heart to them. And you're with at dinner, you can really taste the food that you are eating. The sensation of taste can bring you directly into the present moment. You can use your olfactory senses. You can smell the food, the restaurant, the the cologne of the people you are with, or the essential oils that are wafting through the air. Use all of your senses. Try the sense of touch. Feel the napkin on your lap. Do you have a linen napkin? Feel the silverware. The, you know, uh, if you carry coins in your pocket, a lot of people keep a touchstone with them, something very particular that they liked, a worry stone, so to speak, that they touch. And it reminds them, ah, I'm here. I'm, I can feel this. I'm right here. But like I said, the dinner situation is a magnificent place to practice because you can taste, you can touch, you can see the people you're with, you can smell your surroundings, and you can hear your guests that you are with. You can actually really tune into the conversation. This brings us out of our head, which is in the future, and brings us into the present moment. And the present moment is absolutely the only place that we have power. The past is not here. The future is not here. All that is here is right now, right in front of us. And this is the place where we choose our response versus just being on automatic pilot and going with a knee-jerk reaction, which is only a habit. It doesn't mean we're bad or that we don't know things or we're, we're not doing things right. It's actually very human nature to use habitual responses. When they are not working for us is when we have to slow things down, decide that we want to respond, and give ourselves the space in order to do that. So again, that one breath, we can practice it right here, right now. What better time, no matter what you're doing, if you are in a place where you can be listening to this, you are in a situation where you can take this breath. We're going to just notice, uh, we're going to do it really slow right now, but then you're going to be able to carry this through your whole day with you and do it anytime you feel like you need a tiny, tiny one breath break. 
You're just going to notice where your shoulders are at, where your jaw is at. Is Are they clenched? How about your fists? Many people clench their hands when they are tense. Notice all of those things and relax the ones that are tense. And if you can't tell, because a lot of us live or have lived so deeply in this tense position, it feels normal. So what I want you to do is to tense everything up. Make fists with your hands. Tense your shoulders up towards your ears. Clench your jaw down. Scrunch your face up and just feel what it feels like to have tense muscles. And then let those go. And you'll feel the difference. And I just want you to get used to feeling the tense and then the relaxation. And that relaxation is sending a message to your mind and body that you are safe and that, okay, we don't have to be on high alert right now. She or he is relaxed. So we're going to relax our muscles just that little bit. You'll be able to do this in a blink of an eye, but I want to explain it as we go so that you will know why we do these things. You've relaxed what you can, tensed and relaxed, and then really focus in on the belly area. We have a habit of holding our bellies in or tightening those gut muscles, especially when we are tense and in anxious times or stressful moments. All of that tenses down. The gut is where a lot of our stress goes and our chest and belly muscles can really get tight and tense. So I want you to really relax those. And if you can't remember if they're relaxed or not, tighten them up and then relax them. You'll be able to feel the difference. So tighten up the chest and belly and then relax it. And then I want you to notice when you're breathing in the next breath that I want you to let it go deeper and wider. If you're, it's okay to let your ribs come out front and back and side and let the lungs actually fill up and they do. And when we start breathing more from our full lung, instead of just the upper third of our lung, which is where we breathe when we are stressed and anxious and needing to run to safety, when we fill the whole lung up instead, we're sending the message again that we are okay, we are safe, and we are calm. And the When the lungs fill, the diaphragm flattens out instead of being in its little dome shape. And when that diaphragm flattens out, it stimulates the vagus nerve. And the vagus nerve is the communication to the brain. The vagus nerve is stimulating your parasympathetic nervous system, your rest and digest and peaceful side of your nervous system. And so with those messages going out and the calmness and the muscles relaxing and the vagus nerve stimulated, you're going to be able to get that space to continue to respond. And how are you responding? Again, going back to the restaurant situation, you're responding by realizing, oh, I've already let out some adrenaline and cortisol, and that's going to have to just ride itself out. That's what these feelings are but I am okay. I feel fine. Underneath all of this is total safety, but some of my stress hormones have already been released and I am going to have to ride those out, but I am not going to continue to add to them by being afraid, by breathing shallow, 
by reacting or by being in a hurry. So this is our way of doing what Claire Weeks calls floating, is being with that and responding versus reacting. I hope that this has been helpful for our listener and for everyone out there who has attached their anxiety and their stressful feelings to particular situations. You can become comfortable in those very situations, and it's going to take some practice to get there. So just know that it's practicing and that you are safe and that these what you are going through is perfectly normal and that you can ride out or float through that initial adrenaline and cortisol release and not add any more to the situation. Keep trying that, do it over and over, and eventually you're going to forget that you ever had to think twice about being in that restaurant. I hope this has been helpful for everyone. And now for today's quote. Change your thoughts and you change the world. And that's from Norman Vincent Peale. I'll be back in a few more days with another podcast. Until then, be well and aloha. Thanks so much for joining us for today's episode of the Anxiety Coaches Podcast. Find more information at the anxietycoachespodcast.com.